Despite being the most testing year for all of us, Max Wrestling survived. And above all else, professional wrestling has survived. Tonight, not only do we continue to provide championship action, but we award the best and worst of wrestling in 2020. It's show that stole the show in my first time in the ropes. You shot Bravo. No! As we finally say goodbye to 2020, it's time for the fourth annual Maxi's Awards. Good evening. This is your Max Wrestling World Champion speaking. You may notice I'm not putting on the American accent this time because this is sincere. 2020 has been a tumultuous year for everyone, but one thing that's remained consistent throughout these horrific times we're living in is professional wrestling. So before we have some fun with these awards, we would like to extend our deepest gratitude to all the men and women in WWE, AEW, Impact and beyond that have continued to entertain us every single week. And now, I'd like to officially welcome you to the Maxis Awards. Greetings wrestling fans and welcome to the Maxis Awards 2020 Fatal Interaction. For the first time ever, this is not a weekly episode of Max Wrestling. We're bringing you a special event on Sunday. We hope you all had a very happy Christmas. And now, just hold on everybody, 2020 is almost over. Just a few days left. Uh, just a few. Just a few to get to and they're probably going to hit us right between the legs. But I digress. This is your world champion, the captain speaking, along with the podcast machine, Mike Larkin, Travis the Walker Anderson, and King Mo the Second, your reigning promo champion, Moses Marquez. Yeah, you'll probably notice us where those four very well dressed guys in the corner of the screen. Yes, like chap. 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 Um, of course, they will. Be... The way the four horsemen should. Exactly. So exactly. the. The four horsemen of Max Wrestling will be announcing the awards throughout the show. We're also joined by Max Wrestling OG, looking to end this year with both the Knowledge and Promo Championships. He is the Phoenix. How's everybody doing? Probably hungover. <laughs> no, but the buzz no, is still kind of there. <laughs> I'm just sleep deprived. That's all. Uh, Phoenix, you received... a. Didn't actually say the statistics. Sixty-six percent of the votes to face Moses tonight. Wow! Thanks, everyone. <laughs> and also well, joining us. Didn't get my vote. <laughs> well, goddamn! Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> um, well, also joining us momentarily uh, is the current reigning Knowledge Champion Alex Dorio. He will be defending against the Phoenix, also. So, could be Phoenix two belts. 
Fingers crossed. Of course, we're not going to find out the promo title result until New Year's Eve, but, you know, at least you're going to see the match today. Now, before we get started, I'd like to assure everyone that every vote was counted and verified twice. Twice! Including ballots, and any ridiculous attempt to protest the votes will be met with pointing and laughing. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to make a sanity joke, but that's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Point it'll happen. So, we demand a recount. No. Oh, well, I mean, we could recount, but then you'd probably lose again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's begin with the Breakthrough of the Year Award. Uh, I believe last year it was won by MJF, who's gone on to have an okay year. He hasn't wrestled much, but he's definitely been cutting promos all year and dancing and singing and ending up in freaking, what was it, New York Times? Yep. Damn. Okay. The nominees this year are Candice LeRae, Chris Bay, Dominic Mysterio, Pat McAfee, and Shotzi Blackheart. Now, I know who Moses is going for, and I know who Travis is going for. <laughs> um, Mike, who would you... Who, did you vote on this one? I did. I won with McAfee. Okay, well, over to Moses for the winner... Ladies and gentlemen, the winner of this is a man, a great man, a great man with a great leg, who does great things, and that great man is Pat McAfee. All right. I thought you'd like to announce that one. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah, are you kidding me? By the way, I don't know if you guys noticed, uh, Steve Austin did like 30 minutes on his show, and this was the first time I think I've heard Steve Austin like actually like let loose with his cursing. It was the greatest fucking thing I've ever listened to. Just the best interview ever. I'm surprised he doesn't let the cursing loose with Undertaker or the amount of Jack Daniels they go through. I'm Jay, you're telling me. <laughs> I loved the second interview with Taker. It was like, you took too long to get it out last time. Now we're kicking straight off with a Jack. As it should be. <laughs> okay. Um, the next award, I don't think any of us can argue with uh, Breakthrough. So the next award is Tag Team of the Year. And it should come as no surprise that none of the nominees are from WWE. Shocker. (laughs) The nominees are FTR, The Good Brothers, Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega, The North, and The Young Bucks. Again, none of them from WWE because the tag team division basically doesn't exist in WWE unless you're the Street Profits or the New Day. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And over to Travis for the winners. All I can say about this one is fuck the revival. FTR takes the win. Um, As they should. And it's not fuck the revolt. Because Caleb no, McKay they... would not be happy about that. No. <laughs> Neither would I. <laughs> <laughs> Um, again, I can't argue with that. FTR have had a hell of a year in AEW. Um, I mean, Hangman and Kenny came close. They had a great year as well. Actually, every, all the tag teams had a great year in AEW. Young Bucks. Um, Good Brothers have had an okay starting impact, but I think they're kicking things off a little bit more now with Kenny Omega. Big time. Uh, and an offer, of course, on the verge of breaking up. So uh, They probably had a better 2019 than they did a 2020. 
I think they were champions for like half the year in 2020, but most of 2019. Okay, uh, now we found out last week that Chris Durham has won the vote to face the shape slash jester slash captain at Podcast Promo Rumble 6 with 53% of the vote. Um, so gentlemen, if you'll excuse me, I have to go get ready to address my challenger. It's hard work being a world champion. Mike, this one's all yours. Well, while the captain heads to the promo dome, the next award is for worst angle of the year. The nominees are Braun Strowman versus The Fiend, Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara, The Retribution Invasion, Street Profits versus Viking Raiders, and Who Shot Bravo. And the winner will be announced after this important interruption from the world champion. The Maxis are here. Max Wrestling, RWT. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is your world champion speaking. Chris Durham, congratulations. Now we know that you will be facing the world champion at Podcast Promo Rumble 6. The fastest rising promo participant we have ever seen. You win two matches, and that makes you one of the free promo bowl champions. Wow. Now let's be honest here. You didn't actually have to beat anybody in the first match. But in your second match... You already got through the other Max Wrestling OG, the Phoenix. But this, this is a whole different ball game. Now, no disrespect to the Phoenix, but he's always been the one with the knowledge. Hell, that's why at this very event, he could become the first ever three-time knowledge champion. Oh, yeah. But you see, this Max Rossing OG is a whole different cookie. Because while Phoenix was always the one for the trivia, your captain was always the one for creativity. Now you call yourself the moneymaker, Let's be honest, we don't make any money with these things, so we're probably not going to make any money. But what we are going to do is make history. We're going to make magic. We are going to set the bar at Podcast Promo Rumble 6. And you know why? Because when you dance with the shape... Something is different. Something special happens to you. Just ask Mike Larkin. Just ask the Demoness. Just ask Travis Anderson. Just ask Moses Marquez. This is your golden opportunity. <laughs> 
to shine. So, I guess, Mr. Moneymaker, Chris Dorham, I will see you at Podcast Promo Rumble 6. But just remember one thing. At Podcast Promo Rumble 6, you're dancing in my world. Why? (laughs) Because like I've already told you, the world is mine. Champ out. Match Wrestling Podcast is about all wrestling. WWE, Impact, and AEW. And we got promos. I love to entertain all of you. I've said it time after time again that I am the most passionate person when it comes to these promos. I am the one that makes your blood boil. We got trivia. Who portrayed the fake Undertaker at SummerSlam 1994? That would be Brian Lee. Mark Capani is the real name of what former WWE superstar? I believe that's Muhammad Hassan. So join us every Thursday on the Mac Wrestling Podcast and take it to the Max. Go to MacWrestlingUK.Weebly.com for more information. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Hey, this is Tommy Dreamer, and you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Madhouse. And don't forget to subscribe on YouTube.com slash Wrestling. Hey, this is Tommy Dreamer, and you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast, giving you all your wrestling information to the extreme. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Welcome to the Madhouse. I can't wait for the rumble. So without further ado, the winner of Worst Angle of the Year, and I'm sure Moses is going to like this one, Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. Yeah, fuck you, man. Um, it was very, very close between that and Retribution Invasion. Man. Uh, I mean, if you don't hate Matt Hardy, I don't know how you do. I don't know how you live your life. We should all hate Matt Hardy. I mean, it's kind of been good for Ali. I mean, he's trying. He's really trying. But, uh... (laughs) <laughs> and grinting people, let's not forget about that. Yeah. Mr. We don't lose. But yeah, nothing has been good about Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. God, no. <laughs> okay. Um, next up. In a change to the original schedule, unfortunately, I hate doing this. We've only ever done it once, and I hated doing it then. I hate doing it twice. Twice. Uh, Alex Torrio is unable to appear, therefore we're going to have to remove the Knowledge Championship and it is now up for grabs between the Phoenix and voluntarily Travis Walker-Anderson. Well, I feel like it was pretty poetic for me to volunteer to go up against Phoenix considering we pretty pretty much went head-to-head really bad. Uh, uh, What was it, Trivia Takeover? Yes, sir. Yes, you. Well, yeah, you two were in the final for the vacant title when Moses was eliminated. 
You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So as we said, the first round is name the card, which unfortunately for Chavis is the Phoenix's favourite round. <laughs> and Mike will be giving them one match, one by one. You then have 15 seconds to name the pay-per-view that we're talking about. And when the 15 seconds expires, you will, of course, hear this noise. I got it back. That sounded beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. One guess each per match. Mike, are you ready? I'm ready. First match is the free-for-all match, and it's Savio Vega versus Marty Jannetty with Leaf Cassidy in his corner. Talk about obscure. <laughs> Phoenix, Travis, any ideas? <laughs> no. I have no, one, but I'm not in this. <laughs> That's why I was laughing. All right, there's a 15 seconds. Moses, what was your idea? In your house. Okay, don't say which one because it could be in your house with that, you know, year. Um, all right, match two. Savio Vega versus Justin Bradshaw with Uncle Zebakaya in a Caribbean strap match with Harvey Whippleman as the special guest referee. Oh my God, I'm shaking my head okay, like so he has two Ooh. matches. In your house, ninety-eight. I don't know. In, no, no. which in your house? Phoenix. All right. The trainer of Shawn Michaels, Jose Lothario, against Jim Cornette. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Are you <laughs> In your house, 94. I don't know. No. Nope. Travis. you got to remember as well, uh, the In Your House is other titles. Shit. Okay, are we on to the main card now? Uh, I think that was already the main card. Okay. No, yeah, that was the main card. Next match. There's a guy who's finishing up this stuff. (laughs) Shut up, Moses. We got to keep going. I'm just kidding. Owen Arthur British Bulldog with Clarence Mason against the Smoking Guns with Sonny for the WWF Tag Team Championship. I got a feeling this is going to go right to the main event, which will then give it away. Can you uh, repeat that? Yes, sir. Owen Hart and the British Bulldog with Clarence Mason against the Smoking Guns with Sonny for the WWF Tag Team Championship. Smoking Guns, Bart, and Billy Gunn. SummerSlam 92? No. No. Next match. It's it's a debut here. Mark Henry versus Jerry the King Lawler. (laughs) Ah, damn. Uh, Fuck. Uh, SummerSlam 97, right? No? No. Phoenix, five seconds. Mm, Judgment Day 93. No. Judgment Day didn't come to like uh, I, so. I bet that was a squash match. Next match. The Undertaker versus Goldust with Marlena in a final curtain match. Oh, don't go to the main. Come on. Um, the main will definitely give it away. Yes. I, I know this one too, is the question. 
because trust me, it may give it away, but will they get it is the question. <laughs> How many matches we got left, Mike? This is the main event right now. Oh, I was going to okay. say. This like is going to be a quick one. All right. All right. The main event is? Shawn Michaels with Jose Lothario against Mankind with Paul Bear for the WWF Championship. Fuck. Um, damn it. I know that, too. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell. Mm-hmm. I honestly have no clue. <laughs> I want to punch Trav in the not- face. It was Time like, I know. Mike, can I say it? Can I say it, Mike? Mike, can I say it? I've only been <laughs> talking about it forever. Goddamn, in your house, mind games. Yes. Oh, shit. 1996. Judgment Day. What the? Wow. <laughs> like, dude, Judgment Day didn't come in until, like, you know, the heat of the Attitude Era. It's just the first pay-per-view that popped into my head at the time. I think so. But, you know, basically, if it's, like, 96 to 98, chances are it's in your house. I was just going to say, if it doesn't sound like a big deal, it was probably in your house. Question is, which fucking dumb tagline was it? (laughs) The next award is pay-per-view of the year. Uh, No doubt we only had a few normal pay-per-views this year before everything was moved behind closed doors. So the nominees are Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, Double or Nothing, Slammiversary, and SummerSlam. Um, I mean, there probably could have been a couple more, but those were all the big ones. Um, I think Double or Nothing was easily AEW's best pay-per-view this year, closely followed mm-hmm. by Full Gear. But I digress. Mike, who is the winner? The pay-per-view of the year goes to the Royal Rumble. The fuck? Mm, yeah. I mean, it was. I think it was WWE's best pay-per-view of the year. Well, I mean, hell, it was only because of Edge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, we can we can prob we can blame COVID, but uh, it obviously had the best. It was better than WrestleMania for the atmosphere because there was no crowd at WrestleMania. And also, you got the moment of McIntyre eliminating Broccoli. Yeah, the Rumble match itself was great. Uh, okay, that, that's kind of a debatable one then. Slammiversary made a lot of headlines this year. I think they got a lot of attention really early on, which is kind of unheard of for Impact lately. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think they gained a lot more fans after, with Slammiversary this year. I know I started watching a little bit more, that's for sure. Yeah. I think it was obviously the hype of when WWE had the Black Wednesday, and then there was all these yeah. rumors that they were all going to impact. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, uh, one more award, and then we'll return to the Knowledge Championship. This award is my favorite award of the year. It used to be the Meltzer Award. It's now the McMahon Award for Wanker of the Year. <laughs> this is to award a very special person who's been an absolute wanker all year. And the nominees are Austin Fury, Bill Goldberg, Jackson Racist, sorry, Riker, <laughs> <laughs> Joey Ryan, and the Velveteen Dream. Who would have thought we'd be nominating Velveteen Dream for this one this time last year? Oh, Lord. Oh, I know, right? Shit. 
off a cliff, Ooh. this guy. I had this some stiff competition for the award this year. Um, Killing me. To be honest, I think they all deserve it. But there can only be one winner, so who is it, Travis? Well, aside from a last-minute write-in and vote for Moses Marquez, oh, uh, the winner, the winner is Joey Ryan. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, that was my. Well, that was my easiest vote because of the whole speak out thing, and then he tried to defend himself, and I'm like, well, no. he didn't just try and defend himself; he tried to sue the people that accused him. Exactly. Every single damn one of them. <laughs> fucking douche and then you know what else he looked like a douche in the video because he's all shaven and he's trying to be all the victim and I'm like fuck you dude yeah um, there was a small percentage vote for Dream and Riker and Goldberg were tied um, nobody voted for Austin Theory you know what the I, you know what the problem is too because well, Austin Theory is just a fucking douche but I think Riker got it mostly because when your own tag team partner pretty much owns the fuck out of you on Twitter <laughs> Because Cutler was not having his shit. No, he was all, shut the fuck up, Riker. Shut the fuck up, Riker, you're killing our push. <laughs> what push? Well, what push? Well, they were on the verge of one, I guess. Yeah, and then fucking Riker has to open his goddamn mouth, and then Cutler's like, dude, I'm just going to let you die on this fucking cliff. I mean, at least they kind of lived <laughs> up to their name of Forgotten Sons. This is true. Well, now, and, uh, until now, yeah. Now, yeah, now Cutler and Blake are with Corbin, and now Riker's with Elias for reasons. Yeah, whatever. Sure. <laughs> sure. That'll put butts in seats. Yep. Okay, it's time for round two of the Knowledge Championship. Round two is Missing Champion. Um, very similar to Championship title sequence. The only difference is I'll go through a sequence and miss somebody out. All you got to do is tell me who's missing. Um, so, I will go Phoenix first. Your title is the Intercontinental Championship. Okay. And your <laughs> sequence is Chris Jericho. John Morrison and Drew McIntyre. Who's missing? Ooh, uh, Kofi Kingston? No. It was anybody? Rey Mysterio, probably. It was Rey Mysterio. He beat Jericho and then lost it to Morrison. <laughs> that was my guess, too. I was going to go Kofi, mm. but yeah, I realized now. This one said Drew. I was thinking, wait, Drew feuded with Kofi over it, so. Yeah, I think Kofi came after McIntyre, did he, Mike? Was after. Okay. All right. Let's see if Travis can get the first point. Your title is the WWE Championship. Um, but it's quite far back. So who's missing from Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan, and The Undertaker? Ooh. Um, Hogan again? No. Uh, yeah, there is somebody missing between Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan. Anybody? Sergeant Slaughter. Yes. I was expecting nice. to get yeah, that one. <clears throat> Come shame on. Shame I didn't give you the WWE that. title then. Time now for our first of two promo bouts on this show. The first of which is the first ever 
Tag Team Promo Exhibition. It's Daniel Grimmins and a partner of his choice versus Travis and a partner of his choice. So, let's see what surprises we have in store. On this wonderful day, there will be no gimmicks, no music, no graphics, no special effects, just me, Travis Anderson, your opponent. You know, Dan, this tag team match, that's not what this was supposed to be. This match was only meant to be me versus you and just the two of us. However, against my knowledge and against my will, the stipulation of this match got put to a vote and the people have decided for a tag team so be it now I know you have been saying that your partner is gonna be Larkin well Dan I'm the hacker I know that's probably not going to be the case. I'm a lot smarter than I look. But anyways, I'll save your partner for last. <coughs> My apologies. I'm tired. Considering it's, you know, almost 3.30 in the morning. But, Dan... You know what this match was meant to be. It was meant for me to look you in the eyes. Socially distant, of course. And tell you, thank you. Not just for myself, but for my wife, my daughter, and even my unborn son. My family thanks you for what you did. I'm not going to go into detail as to what you did or why you did it. You know and I know. And that's what this, this match was meant to be. Because quite frankly, Dan, a lot of people talk shit about your promos. Are you the best? No, you're not, because I am, but in front 
of the thousands and thousands for watching from home. I wanted to put the respect on your name that you deserve. You are a great man. And you deserve the respect. I will never forget what you did. And words cannot describe how much I appreciate you. But considering this is a tag team match. I guess I guess I have to, you know, talk to your partner, whoever it may be. I don't know who. I have a feeling that it might be Robert Davis. But that's just because I that's just wishful thinking. I hope he's feeling well. That way we can see him soon. It might be Brittany Savage. Honestly, I don't know. And honestly, I do not give a fuck. Simply because that's not what this match is supposed to be. But whoever it may be, I hope, I hope they can shape up. you really think that he was going to use the promo champion? No. The promo champion has his own business to take care of tonight. So you have to deal with me. And it's very appropriate that tonight I find out who I'm destined to dance with at Podcast Promo Rumble 6 next month. And isn't it also appropriate, Mr. Larkin, that Travis gets to defeat you twice at the same event? Hmm. Now we all know that this is just an exhibition. But you see, I also know that you are not Mr. Grimmins real partner. So, welcome back, Robert Davis. Well, I'm sure you have a lot to say to Travis and Moses since you voted against them. But if only you knew about me, what would you say to the jester. Well, if you'd like to talk, give me a call. 
And as for you, Mr. Cremens, well, hmm, you have an itchy trigger finger, just like Travis and Moses and Mike. Don't talk like one of them, you're not, even if you'd like to be. And if it just so happens that you and I rumble next month, well, then we'll find out what happens when you shoot at a specter. Hmm. Until then, how about another joke, Dan? said Mike Larkin do you want to be my partner it never said that so question then remains is who to quote the new day who 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 is my partner we'll get to that in a little bit but I got something I gotta say to you Travis and your partner who I can only assume is the three-time loser, Moses. I'll get to him. I'll get to him in a moment. But I'm sitting here in my car because apparently car promos are the best promos out there. Apparently you get the greatest promos of all time in cars. Really? Overplayed, ridiculous, this is bullshit. I know it, you know it, old damn world knows it. You see, Travis, I'm gonna be real honest with you here. I like you, I do, you're a good guy. But you gotta understand a couple of things here. You see, you think that. The reason that you didn't win any of your matches against the Demoness or any of your title shots was because there was some conspiracy against you. There wasn't. Never. There, there, there never was any conspiracy against you whatsoever. The fact of the matter is, you cut the same promos every single time. You were flat on your... You fell flat flat on your face every single time. And you couldn't do it. It was the same monotone voice. Dude, come on. When we judged, we looked for things. We looked to be entertained. 
You were so close every single time, every single time. But you couldn't do it. Couldn't do it on your own. So what did you do? You called the champion at the time, bitching about the, the uh, vote and how it was going. You bitched to her and bothered her when really you should have taken that fucking arm and been done with it. But you couldn't do it. Then you had your bestest buddy. You had him try and argue for you. Changing the reason, changing the way that the voting went. Still, you couldn't do it. So then what do you do? You create this new fucking character, this new gimmick. Alexander Rowan. And you weaseled your way into yet another title shot. Still couldn't get it done. And it, it, it kills me because you had chance after chance after chance. Still, you couldn't get it done. Did I see anybody else bitching when they didn't get in? No. Did I see anybody else bitching that, oh, they got a great promo. They got the best promo. And yet, they lost. No. People lose. They get over it. They take the L, they figure out what went wrong, and they work on it. You lost, Mr. One-Fucking-Vote. And then what do you do? You still bitch about there being a fucking conspiracy. So then you get your best buddy. And you bring him in. And it just... You push somebody to the edge... To a point where they wanted to take a break. Well, were their personal issues aside, yeah. But at the same time, you know you played a part in it. You know damn well that you did. And the fact that you don't see anything wrong with it, you should be ashamed of yourself. You see, I knew going into this. I knew going into promo series there was going to be some shenanigans. Michael tell you, I told him there was. I told him there was going to be some bullshit. And there was. This brings me to you, Broses. The guy who it took four tries, four tries to be a champion. Couldn't do it on your own. You just you failed three times. On your own. And then. You had to beg. Beg. Your fucking family to vote for you. Your friends to fucking vote for you. Just so that you could win the title. And did they watch the vote. The promos. No. But yet. You still weren't winning. You got the vote. Because. You beg people to vote for you. You had your family vote for you. That is a cheap, bullshit tactic. And you see, you come to me and say, well, 
you've never even come close to a title shot. That is true. Because I never cared about it. See, to me, this was all fun. This was fun. Supposed to be something fun. But, you see, you made it so that it wasn't. But, no. You take it like it's a real, real thing. Like, you, you take this title like it's actually plates on some leather. Man. It's just a thing. It's a thing that we all do for fun. You see, you bitched that the way that the voting was done wasn't fair. So you got it changed. Now it's changed again. What kind of champion are you going to be? Assuming you get past the maxis, what are you going to do come podcast promo rumble? Hmm. Let's think on that. You're probably going to take the cheap way out, and you're going to go for the cheap, easy victory. Hmm. My bet is you're going to pick Travis, because you probably think, well, that's an easy win for me. That, or you're going to take a bitch mode, and you are going to retire as champ. That way you never lost it. I just remembered. Somebody that bitches and cries to have the rules changed. Who does that remind me of? The bitching about losing and... Things not being fair. Who do you and Travis remind me of? Oh yeah, that's right. That reminds me of the guy who everybody got tired of the of his bullshit, and they pushed him on out of here. That's some shit he would do. You know it. I know it. But let's talk about what's real here. Moses, you did not earn that title. You were handed that fucking title. If the demoness wasn't taking a break, you would have lost again. But instead of doing a, another triple threat to crown a new champion, the powers that be thought it was a good idea to hand it to you. You did not earn that title. You want to earn it? Pick some big name challengers. Don't take the easy way out. But we all know that's not going to happen. I'm tired of your bullshit. Everybody's fucking tired of it because we know you didn't earn jack shit. Mr. Fortry? And again, you can bring up all the stats you want about me. Because, you know what? I don't care. I don't doesn't bother me. But you see, I'm not the only one who knows that your win was bullshit. I'm not. Mike knows it. I know it. And my partner knows it. My real partner. But now that brings us to the point where I introduce my partner. Who is it? You know, I thought about who I want to be my partner. I thought 
long and hard about it. And at one point, I did think about asking uh, Mike. But you know what? I didn't. I went to a very, very dark place recently. I went to the bowels of hell. Conversed with demons. Conversed with all manner of beings. And I met the devil himself, and I made a deal with the devil. I found a good, good partner. One who is not thrilled with you either. I found a man. I found a man with crazy eyes. Maxi's time, and yes, I know what you're thinking, I know what you're gonna say. Hey, Mike Lorgan, last year at the Maxi's, I beat you for that promo championship, and the Phoenix beat you for that knowledge championship, too! Yes, Travis, that is true, that is correct. Last year at the Maxi's, you did beat me for the promo championship. After I had spanked that ass three times before that, but nonetheless, congratulations to you. Then you will go on to Promo Mania and lose the promo championship, thus becoming the shortest reigning promo champion in Max Wrestling history. I mean, Travis, your reign was about as unforgettable as Brooke Hogan's musical career. Travis, what happened to you, man? Last year, you were scratching, you were clawing, you were going for that promo championship. And in 2020, you lose the promo championship? You don't win King of the Mic. You don't win the rematch for the promo championship. And then you take upon a new identity and you still can't get the job done. Travis, you are the epitome of mediocrity. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. But you know what's really funny? The identity of Daniel Crimmins' partner is not me. You see, Daniel Crimmins' partner is someone who you've been wanting to face for a long time. Someone you know very well. Daniel Crimmins' tag team partner is... You will remember my name. Your demon problems are as over as you thought. Travis the Walker Anderson. I've seen a lot of you this year. You claim to have been the best. You claim to have stolen the show. You have this self-absorbed notion that you are actually good. Newsflash. You are. The reason you keep losing is not because people dislike you. It's because you are bad. If you were any good, you'd be champ, but you are not, and hopefully never will be again. You are the shortest reigning champ for a reason. You even tried to be someone else, and that got you nowhere. You self-centered as a tramp type. Do us all a favor, and go away. King Mo. How does it feel? How does it feel to have it given to you? 
to have the powers to be here. Just let you take the win that you didn't earn. You didn't earn it. I know it. You know it. And they know it. It's only a matter of time before you fall flat on your big dumb face. You're lucky the title isn't on the line right now. I get a little crazy when I see belts. I want you to understand something. You should not be champ. They don't make titles for people like you. They make them for people like me. You see, I'm not very good with numbers. I've got a guy for that. You guys haven't seen him in a while. But I've got a guy for that. You have four attempts at the promo title. You want it on your fourth attempt. If we're converting that into a percentage, one out of four is only 25%. Congratulations. You're not even half the champ you should be. Remember this, gentlemen. Everybody dies. And no one will remain. In the end, Black Hearts now reign. Okay, we're coming to the big awards. The next one is Angle of the Year. Uh, to be honest, there hasn't really been many, so it was kind of hard to pick some nominees for this one, but uh, it was actually very close between two of them. The nominees are Alexa Bliss joins The Fiend, Bailey turns on Sasha Banks, Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy, Seth Rollins versus The Mysterio Family, and Roman Reigns turns heel. Now you're probably thinking that Seth Rollins versus the Mysterio family should have been in the worst angle of the year. But mm -hmm. I mean, let's face it, a lot of people were talking about it. <laughs> it, it was, yeah, that's true. It was probably the only storyline they had going on the run-up to SummerSlam. I don't think it was necessarily a bad angle. It was just that it went on for way too long. Yeah, it was overplayed to hell, especially after Ray lost the freaking eye and then miraculously got it back. Mm. Uh, okay. We did get Dominic out of it, though. Yeah, Dominic's been a pretty... I mean, obviously he was nominated for Breakthrough of the Year, but he has been um, a pretty nice addition to the roster. I know some people are like, well, you should have started in NXT. At least he's talented. Right? It's not like he went up there and just crapped his pants. It, it would have been interesting to see how he would have done on his own in NXT. Yeah. Uh, I don't necessarily think he's taken anybody's spot, though. I mean, Christ, we've we've got Nakamura on TV, but he's jobbing to friggin' Otis. Go home, bro. Go home, Nakamura, please, for the love of God. Just go back home. Uh, okay. Uh, Moses, who is the winner of Angle of the Year? Or what is the winner? So the angle of the year goes to, and for me, this is a big old swerve derv because I had a totally different guess. Alexa joining the Fiend, which I honestly didn't see coming, and it's the only thing that got me interested in that damn feud. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was actually expecting that to win. It, again, it was very, very close. It was a very small percentage between that and Roman turning heel. Yeah, that's what I figured it would come down to. Um, and of course, they're both quite late angles in the year as well. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Alexa's completely owned her new gimmick, as is Roman. So it was it was close, deservedly so. But she's definitely given a new lease of life to the fiends as well. Uh, okay, we'll finalise the Knowledge Championship momentarily, but first, the match of the year. And the nominees are Kazuchika Okada versus Kota Ibushi, Wrestle Kingdom. The Men's Royal Rumble match, obviously from Royal Rumble. AJ Styles versus The Undertaker in the Boneyard match at WrestleMania. The Stadium Stampede match at Double or Nothing. And Hangman and Omega versus the Young Bucks. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I think I can see where it gets hard, but you you know my more my bias lies. Yeah. You know this this is the this was the vote that I struggled with the most. Yeah, they were all great matches. I think Hangman Omega and the Young Bucks was the only five star rated match in AEW this year. It was definitely it was definitely the first one anyway. I was about to say maybe the first. Um, Stadium Stampede I think got like four and a half. If it, if it was in the Tokyo Dome it would have got seven. Um, but we digress. Oh yeah. Uh, Mike, the winner is the match of the year goes to AJ Styles versus the Undertaker in a Boneyard match. Oh, oh wow. Well, I mean that was great and all, but. Fucking hell! That, half of them people must not have seen that tag team match. Uh, that that came That's, second. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Like, I really, I really want to go. Like, oh, everybody saw fucking Okada Ibushi, and it's like, well, I mean, if you did, you probably did, and you probably voted for it. But the reality is, is everybody saw that tag match. Yeah. And, like, uh, well, it came down to. For me, it was um, the tag match and uh, the boneyard match. To be fair, but I went. I ended up voting for the uh, tag team match for the simple fact I didn't really consider. I'm not really considering theatrical matches matches. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? That's where I was getting at. Yeah. Um, so I went. Maybe people are also considering uh, the fact that it was The Undertaker's last match. Yeah. I mean, we didn't know it at the time. But... I mean, it was great. It was awesome. Like, fucking shit. That was the best Undertaker has looked in a couple of years, at least. That's true. Yeah. And when you're talking about theatrical matches, I mean, we also did have Bray Wyatt and Cena this year, and a lot of people like the Firefly Funhouse match, but if you actually look at it in retrospect, John yeah, Cena... That's... It is, yeah. but John only took two moves. <laughs> if you yeah. look at it, he only yeah. took two moves. Everybody was talking about the Boneyard match, though. Because uh, it yeah. felt like a movie. <laughs> as, it felt like a movie that you were like, why did it end? Why did this have to end? Uh, as as no, far right. as Okada and Ibushi go, I think New Japan lost a lot of international viewers this year when they lost all the American talent. Yep. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, I have not seen that match. So. It was very good. Um, I will say that. I remember early at the start of this year, it was very, very good. Okay. Well, it'll end up being in your inboxes soon. <laughs> I know. I was expecting it. 
<laughs> all right, we're almost at the end of the awards, but first of all, it is time for round three of the Knowledge Championship battle. Three. Round three is Mystery Superstar. Mystery. And of course, this is the final round to determine the new Knowledge Champion. First person to guess the identity of the person that I am about to describe. Once again, you have 15 seconds between each clue and one guess per person. And your first clue is... Made his WWE debut in 1995. Triple H. Nope. Travis? Uh, I don't know. Okay, let's go to the next clue then, which is a former tag team, European, United States, Intercontinental, and WWE Champion. Jeff Hardy? No. Phoenix? No. Stone Cold? No. Stop the clock with two seconds. Next clue. Um, won his only WWE Championship in 2004. Hmm. Ooh, I think I know. JBL. Stop the clock. Damn. It is JBL. Congratulations yeah. to the first ever three-time knowledge champion, the Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit kind of poetic that I won the third one. Exactly 12 months after I won the first one. <laughs> 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 uh, In 12 months, I've become a three time knowledge champion. <laughs> what a 2020. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, congratulations, Phoenix. Let's move on to the, the rest of the maxis. Before we go any further, we have another previously unannounced award to announce first. You've been through so much this year. You are the true definition of a warrior. When life knocks you down, you get right back up. You are an inspiration. Hey, Robert. I just want to send a quick message to you. Uh, let you know that I've uh, been thinking about you with everything you got going on. And, you know, it's just been a rough year for you. But through it all, you remain positive. You know, your spirit's never been broken. You know, that's something that I think we all can look to as an example. You know, when life throws you a curveball, remain positive. You know, that's, that's really admirable. Um, I'm, I'm glad things are looking up. And, you know, you're coming back as a fighter. You always are. Glad to have you as a friend. Thank you, and keep up the good fight. Hey, RWT and Max families, the two sweet click here. Just wanting to wish well to Mr. Robert Davis, one of the strongest men we know, one of the strongest fighters we know. He's a too sweet brother, and we hope you the best in this holiday season. Too sweet. Too sweet. We love you, Robert. 
Let me tell you a story about Robert Davis. Robert Davis is, um, he's likely having the toughest year of his entire life. Um, a year that would be <laughs> devastating for most, you know, for like a regular human being. I don't even know if Robert Davis knows that he's having a bad year. Um, Robert Davis is like a, uh, like Mike Tyson, you know, um, in the 90s, fighting in his prime. You know, people used to order a, a Tyson pay-per-view. Uh, it cost a lot of money, and they would spend money on, you know, food and snacks and alcohol. Invite their friends over thinking they were going to have a, a party. It was going to be this amazing fight with Tyson. It was going to last, you know, eight rounds or 12 rounds. And uh, the interests would take place. Tyson would be in the ring, his opponent would be in the ring, long introductions. And at some point, the referee would say, let's get it on. And three seconds later, Tyson's opponent was flat on his back. <laughs> and everybody, uh, you know, who showed up for the party kind of felt like, you know, wow, that was, why does the opponent bother showing up? And I know when I think about Robert Davis, that's what I think about. He's Mike Tyson, he doesn't even know it. And the people that, the things that he's knocking out, you know, all these things that keep popping up in his life, that keep trying to have a negative impact on him. And he's just beating everything within seconds of the bell ringing. Uh, the guy can't be touched. Um, but it shouldn't be lost on anybody that he, he is continuously in, you know, the fight of his life, it seems. And the reason why Robert Davis has had such a huge impact on me is because in the middle of all these incredible fights, all these things that have challenged Robert's mortality, he just doesn't really spend a lot of time thinking about himself. In the middle of all this that's going on in his life, uh, I get a, uh, I get a message from him one day and, um, you know, he's asking me how I'm doing and stuff like that. And he mentions to me that he's got a, um, he's got a vigilante club, you know, slash bullet club t-shirt that he, um, I guess he ordered one and they sent two. He's got an extra one and uh, he wants to give the other one to me. And, um, it kind of just kind of blew my mind, you know, in the middle of all he was going through. He was thinking about a way to make my life better and a way to uh, make my day brighter. Um, and so I went by his house and uh, he placed this shirt in my hand. I mean, pristine in the wrapper. And it blew my mind. Um, it's not that I don't know that Robert Davis is fantastic. Robert Davis has been fantastic. From the first day I met him, he's been nothing but kind to me. He's had my back always. Anytime I've called him and asked him to do anything, he just immediately says yes. Um, but there will be few things in my life that will mean more to me or have as big an impact on me as Robert Davis pausing his fight for his mortality to say to me 
you know, the kingpin. Hey, buddy, I got something I want to give you. Um, Robert Davis deserves an award that really characterizes the strength and value, the, the perseverance and the excellence that he has shown. Nothing's ever going to stop this man. Nobody could have handled any of these situations that he's been put through as gracefully as he has handled it. He's an inspiration to me and to anybody who knows even the slightest bit about him. So that's how I feel about Rob Davis. Hello, mortals. It is us, the Queen of the Darkness. We have come back to talk to you about someone very dear and close to our dark black heart. Robert Davis, the collector, the stat man, the crazy eyes, the shooter. Now mortals, this man slash demon. <laughs> he is very close to us. He has had our back many, many, many times because demons stick together. But the reason that I am here, Robert Davis, I have watched you go through every darkness this year. 2020 has put you through every pace and you have triumphed every single time, as a demon always will. But I am proud of you. I am proud to call you my brother. I am proud to call you my best friend. You have overcome so, so much. And you are amazing. You are one of the most talented demons, mortals, we've ever known. I am honoured to have you by my side as my partner in crime in darkness. The black hearts have reigned already this year and you was beside me, even when I was in my darkest hour and was a state. You was there for me, as always. My sweet brother, Robert Davis. I love you. Hell would not be the same without you. And neither would this. So, the black hearts will reign once more, whether it is I or the Robert Davis. We're coming for you, mortals. <laughs> Embrace the madness. Embrace the darkness. Every body dies. <laughs> Crucia bravery and courage and determination. It is a distinct honor of myself, Travis, Mike, Moses, Daniel Crimmins, everybody, to bestow the first ever Lion Heart Award on Robert Davis. Nobody deserves it more than you, brother. Too sweet.
Well, we're now going to include Maxi's awards for Max Wrestling's promo competitions. The first is for non-title promo of the year. Um, if if only we weren't limited to five nominees, I think there would have been a lot more for this one. But the nominees are Mike Larkin versus The Shape at Promomania. A.T. Rustler, a.k.a. Emir Costello, against Moses Marquez uh, in the Promo League. Moses Marquez against Ted Pedernero in the King of the Mike final. Travis Anderson against The Shape at Promo Slam. And The Shape against Moses Marquez at Promo Series. Oh, jeez, look who those all over the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um... Loved every single one of them, including shapes, if I do say so myself. <laughs> I heard that Moses guy is pretty badass. <laughs> and the winner, Moses. The winner, shockingly, oh so shockingly. <laughs> I'm just totally joking because he did kill it against the shape. Let's just be let's just be frank here. Mike Lurkin. All right. It was also a resurgence for you, Mike. Uh, and you know what? I'll accept it because the shape came second. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. I'm very honored to win a maxi. Thank you. Thank you. You're, you're the. F- I can see. I can see Mike right now holding up his, like a, like a maxi, <laughs> like he's uh, uh, Owen Hart with his slammies. I'd like to thank the Four Corner Union. Damn it. Yep. <laughs> this is the bit where Travis runs up and like, I'm gonna let you finish. It should have been me. And <laughs> um, well, the good news is all three of you could win a maxi at the same time now because the microphone standoff is nominated for one of the awards. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh sorry, well Travis and Moses, Mike, you weren't in the microphone standoff. My bad. Okay. <laughs> he already won one. He's that. Yeah, he's already won one. Um, the next award is for Promo Championship Match of the Year. Now, obviously, the Demon S has a 4 in 5 chance of winning a maxi year. The nominees are Travis versus Moses at Podcast Promo Rumble 5, The Demon S versus Moses at Trivia Takeover 5, The Demon S versus Travis at Promo Bowl Opening Day, The Demon S versus Moses at Promo Slam, and The Demon S. Versus Chris Durham, versus Alexander Rowan, versus Moses Marquez in the microphone standoff. Like a microphone standoff. I promise that's the last time you're probably going to hear that now. (laughs) (laughs) That's promo series (laughs) five. Whoa. I mean. It was stacked all year. It was. And we've had more promo title matches this year than any other year. (laughs) Okay. Travis, who is the winner? Blame the pandemic. And the winner is the microphone standoff. Nice. <laughs> Four winners for one award. Now I'm gonna have to make more statues. <laughs> I mean, what a freaking debut year for Chris Durham. He wins. He, oh he's, yeah, man. He's one of the Promo Bowl champions, and he wins a maxi. And he gets the first title shot for the uh, world championship. Yes. Not only that, but he gets to dance with the shake slash justice slash captain. Oh, I got yeah. personality disorder. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> I'm about to say, you ain't the only one, bub. 
Okay, one more before our main events, followed by our final two awards. This is Brand of the Year. Um, pretty self-explanatory, really. The nominees are all the promotions that we've seen. So they are AEW, Impact Wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling, NXT, and Raw and SmackDown because we have to divide WWE into. Um, if if this year is anything to go by, NWA may be considered next year. There we go. So, over to Mike. Who is the winner of Brand of the Year? Woo! Well, the Brand of the Year, Mr. Dazzy Dangerously, is a tie between AEW and NXT. Okay. Well, I mean, shock horror. <laughs> Basically, Wednesday wins the maxi. Yes, pretty much. Okay. Wednesday wins the maxi. I mean, it, it, we, we, can't have a, we, we cannot have a tie... We demand a recount. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I didn't vote for anything. It's so that we can all break the tie with a, like a vote of our own kind of thing. I mean, I'm sure you all did vote. I didn't vote at all in the maxis, so I guess I could make a decision. But I kind of like AEW and NXT both winning because they've been head to head all year. Hey, I, I didn't vote for either just because it was too hard to make choices. <laughs> Alright, so Phoenix chooses NXT and Dazzy chooses AEW. It's still a fucking yeah, tie. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to say uh, Impact. AEW, but. Um, oh, I, have, I can't remember the last time I watched Impact. <laughs> Give me a break, I'm bloody tired. Tired of sweat. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, they, they were tied and it wasn't even close. Between them and Raw and SmackDown and New Japan, and nobody voted for Impact. Give them a break; they've had a good year. Oh, that's yeah, been a good year, year. year, you jackasses. <laughs> you said nobody voted for Impact. Nope. Okay, then yeah, I voted for AEW. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> oh, do you want to throw your vote to Impact? And I oh, know no, then we'll lose one for AEW. Okay, we'll leave it as it is. As for as for yeah. you know, <laughs> Phoenix vote for Impact, so they got at least one. <laughs> okay. I haven't seen Impact, so. <laughs> Alright, it is now time for your main event. We have two awards left, but first, the promo championship needs to be defended. The challenger, for the first time ever, is the Phoenix. And the reigning, defending promo champion is Moses Marquez. don't know what to say right now obviously first of all thank you to the people that voted for me uh, I'm a little gutted I didn't get to face the demoness but hopefully when she if or when she makes a return Nicola we can finally have that demon versus demon match which brings me to you Moses Marquez or is it King Mo now? Or is it El Jefe? Whichever way you want to go by, just know I respect you. Our battles over the Knowledge Championship have been great this past year. Not gonna lie. 
So I guess now it's time we bring things over to the promo side of things. See who the better man is in promos. Now, I got a feeling that you're going to make some sort of Finn Balor reference. Yeah, oh, hey, I'm facing the Phoenix. Let's make a Finn Balor reference. Yeah, real creative. I have openly said constantly that, yes, the demon is based off of Finn Balor. But I put my own little spin on it. Now, I may be a rookie, but I think I've proven time and time again that I should not be underestimated even if my win-loss record isn't the greatest. Moses Marquez. King Mo. El Jefe, whichever name you want to go by. You have no idea what you're in for. Moses Marquez, welcome to my world. Welcome to my playground. <laughs> and welcome to my domain. Do I have everybody's attention now? This holiday weekend. Tyler Breeze wrestled what Japanese legend at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn in 2015? Jushin Thunder Liger. A year-long rivalry finally comes to head. And we need five of The Undertaker's streak victims. And go. Jimmy Superface Knuckles, Jake the Snake Roberts, the Giant Gonzalez, King Kong Bundy, Diesel. The greatest rivalry that nobody is talking about. From knowledge promo title belts on the pre-show to main eventing for the promo title. King Mo, the Phoenix. Will we find out who's best? Or will it be? Can, can I just say you sabotage? Well, well, well. What do you know? It's the Phoenix. Congratulations, my dude. Let's get to the real business of all. Congratulations on being fan-picked to go against you. That must be one excellent feeling for you. You must be over the moon. But the reality of the matter is, you're going against the king. And you are one of the many names that's on the king's list. It was supposed to be Dario first, but I don't mind taking out the Phoenix. Hell, I look forward to taking out the Phoenix. But with that being said, let me be just a little real with you. Real fast. You know, there is one person that has a very good record against the Phoenix, and that's the Sandman. 
because this guy somehow loves to sleep through these shows, sleep through his challenges. Well, guess what? I hope you're wide awake for this one. If not, I can slap you awake. That's no problem for me. But I'm glad that you're here because I plan to make an example out of you. You call yourself the Phoenix because you feel you shine so bright? Let me tell you this, I have water ready to dump on your flame like that. Understand the severity of this promo battle. Understand that this is the big time. And understand, I'm hungry for gold. I am on a quest for gold. Unlike Kenny Omega, I will be the next belt collector. Because the fact of the matter is, is I didn't wake my way up and just waltz into a championship reign. Unlike yourself. I busted my ass. I won king of the mic. I made 2020 my bitch. All so I can be promo champion. And I'm not gonna let some fucking flash in the pan bird take my spotlight away. So I hope you bring your face paint. I hope you bring it all. Because unlike that video you just saw in the beginning, this ain't the knowledge title game. This is real deal mixed steel. This is so real. You know what? Let me change it. This right here. This is the face that you get to deal with. No more games, no more gimmicks. King Mo is big and strong. The cripple will beat your ass and El Jefe runs the streets. Well, let's get real for a second. Hell, I'll allow you something that I've allowed no one. And that's to get up close and personal right in my face. Understand one very simple thing, Phoenix. This is the closest you're ever going to get to the promo championship. Don't hesitate. Let that be a lesson to anybody else who thinks they have the balls to get that done. Clean up. Well, the rules have changed and now the result is all up to you. Ladies and gentlemen, go to maxwrestlinguk.weebly.com slash vote to decide the winner and the result will be announced exclusively on our New Year's Eve episode this coming Thursday. Exclusively. Exclusively. You're going to hear it for the first time on Max Wrestling. Now it's our final two awards. First up, the female of the year. There's been a lot more competition this year. I think it was 
a kind of a foregone conclusion that last year Tessa Blanchard was going to win. I mean, Chris, she won the world title. World, exactly. Um, okay, we didn't really have Becky Lynch this year. She obviously disappeared shortly after WrestleMania. Well, after Money in the Bank. Um, and let's face it, we were never going to nominate Charlotte. So, <laughs> the nominees are Asuka, Bailey, Diana Porrazo, Hikaru Shida, and Sasha Banks. And I was actually very surprised that somebody didn't get as many votes as I thought. Moses, who is the winner? Well, my guess is you're thinking the same person I'm thinking, but another one shocked to me, the winner for Female of the Year goes to the Empress of Tomorrow, Oscar. I, I'm, I'm a little shocked. I, I mean, it's definitely been her best year on the main roster anyway. Yeah, but I mean, if I, truth be told, I voted for Deanna Prazer. I was all about her. I was like, dude, so talk about somebody going from like mid to low card level in NXT to I am the world champion. Look at me, I'm legit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, Oscar, voted, uh, I mean, I voted cheated. So, of course. Of course. I mean, well, you look at Oscar, man. She goes from winning, you know, the Money in the Bank to the Women's Championship, and her and Kyrie this year was also very good. But you also look at it from a stance like Moses said so eloquently. Man, you got Deanna who goes from NXT doing nothing. Dare I say nothing. And then here she comes. She's a knockouts champ in Impact. The view with Sue Young. The view with Jordan Grace. Like, she really reinvented herself. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Bailey came in second. And, you know, it must have been a tough choice for people between Asker and Bailey because Sasha Banks didn't get a single vote. Well, because, no. I mean, she's had a hell of a year, though. I mean, well, she has, the second half of the year was the, great for her. But the stench of the botchness gets to her. To be honest, I haven't really seen her botch since she came back. She she must have been putting some work in the PC. True. Uh, but I haven't seen her botch for a while. She, she even pulled out a Tornado DDT on The Mandalorian. I with know, with right? an assistant from a jetpack. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry for the finale. I'm not going to give you the big spoiler. Now. <clears throat> Thanks a lot, bro. Here you go, Daz. No, no. Yeah, hell, I haven't even. I'm not spoiling it because I was <laughs> on the edge of my seat and I want everybody else to feel that way. Now. Well, it's all through fucking Facebook. Yeah. Like, that's all I've seen last night. Fucking hell. Yeah, I mean, I kind of saw things. The morning that the episode came out. Okay, I get need to watch this now before more stuff comes out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Finally, we close the Maxi's Awards 2020 with Male of the Year. And I have to say before we begin, this one was the only vote that was almost unanimous. The nominees are Cody Rhodes, Drew McIntyre, John Moxley. Last year's breakthrough, MJF, and Randy Orton. Um, I mean, if it wasn't so late in the year when he won the title, Kenny Omega probably would have been in contention as well. But, um, I think Randy Orton's only in there because we needed somebody else from WWE to kind of balance it out. True. Sounds about right. He has not that part of the year, though, No. Uh, again, he's just been one of those unfortunate ones that's had two rivalries that were both kind of overplayed Edge and McIntyre mm-hmm. 
Okay, and over to Travis for the winner. And I absolutely hate saying it, but with 84%, Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Oh, every time I got a notification, it was like, Drew McIntyre, Drew McIntyre, Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Well, the man eliminates Brock Lesnar. He wins the title. And I'll be honest with you, a lot of people felt bad because it wasn't in front of a crowd due to situations with the COVID. Yeah. So, I mean, he's been killing it all year. But the problem is most of those matches were with Randy Orton and it was very repetitive. And the match with Dolph Ziggler. And he did the, he's doing the thing now again with AJ Styles. I mean, yeah, he's had a very good year. He's had a very good year. Randy Orton, I will say this, like you mentioned there. Like, I also eliminate Randy Orton because this is the greatest show. <laughs> and I'm like, no. Uh, Drew has definitely been the best part of his rivalries. He's done the best with what he could. He's made chicken salad out of chicken shit all year. Very true. And he, he actually does feel like a legit main event star now. Uh, in tied second place was Cody and Mox. Makes sense. Mm. Well, there we go. Those are all the awards. Congratulations to all the winners of the Maxis, especially the wanker of the year, Joey Ryan. Welcome. <laughs> uh, again, we will find out who enters 2021 as the promo champion on New Year's Eve. And the next time we see you for a special event is part of our regular calendar. It's the 30th Max Racing Special Podcast Promo Rumble 6. Whoever the promo champion is will be able to choose their own challenger. The predictions title will be on the line for the Royal Rumble. The knowledge title will, of course, be on the line. Unfortunately, the Rumble is the unluckiest event for the knowledge title. It's only ever successfully been defended there once. And my good friend, the Jester, will be defending my Max Racing World Championship against Chris Durham. For more information, go to maxracinguk.weebly.com. And it is now time for us to bid you adieu. Remember to like and follow us on all social media at Max Wrestling UK. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's very easy to find, youtube.com slash maxwrestling. Join the Max Wrestling Facebook group, and you can also find us every week on Andre Corbeil's channel as well. You can find me on Twitter at TheCaptain512. You can find Travis at Walker underscore TA92. And go check out Moses on Twitch because it makes Vince's dick itch. Factual statements. Also check them out. Smart Mark Radio, SMR Podnet, everywhere you can go. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, all the same. Uh, Was it uh, streaming platforms as well? Just go check it all out. Retro, rewind, football, jazz, uh, and then the the long-awaited beginner's guide to Wrestle Kingdom. It's going to be fantastic. Right. Uh, he is the podcast machine. Who's on the mic with Mike? Really nobody right now, but I'll give you guys my social media. <laughs> Social1 at Enfield92 at pop underscore culture underscore pod. You can check me at LFC underscore pod. Beauty, strength, and dominance, three key elements make women the work part that they are. Check it out, laundrafc.com, stevenmikeshow.com, soundcloud.com, slash larkin 92 and check me out each and every week with my boys, Dazzy Dangerously, Travis the Walker Anderson, and Moses Marquez on the Max Wrestling Podcast. And check Dazzy Dangerously and I out on the Netflix Podcast. Boom. Uh, and also a brand new special installment of Hollywood Curses is now available on Amityville. 
Oh, as someone who passed that house as a kid, man. Oh, oh. Give you the heebie-jeebies? Heebie-jeebies even into my teen years, man, just because, man. You go to the Olive Garden in Massapequa, then you, Amityville is, like, right around the way. You know what I'm saying? And then, bada-boom, there's the Amityville Horror House. And I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> and, of course, Max Rossing, co-founder, could be on the verge of becoming a Triple Crown champion, the Phoenix. Uh, yeah, I have since reinstalled it, uh, so you can find me at the Phoenix 626 again now. <laughs> and we will see you on our regular schedule New Year's Eve. That's the bottom line. Goodbye, and good night. Happy holidays, everybody. Merry Christmas, it is. I go to bed now. <laughs> <laughs>